and thank you for joining me today on Loyal World Info. Another day of the global spinning, another day of global news to digest. I offer a sane, rational voice for an insane, rational time. I will be your host, but first, let me share a little bit about me. I look forward to waking up to the international news like a child opening a Christmas present. I never know how I will act or activities I will do until after I unwrap my present. In the news case, what will I learn? What will it cause me to think about? What will I reflect back on? And what will I share with others? Stay with me and let's open presents together. Now, let's get into today's topics. Let's talk about the topics of the day. Today is April 15th, and these will be our topics. Japan's new PC club homeless. And we'll also take a look at other countries expanding homeless populations afterwards. Hong Kong autonomy. The heroes of today. Animals living in streaming boredom. China's back in Vietnam waters. Plastic gloves at voting pools. Thing Yan holiday in action. Fashion designers stepping up and setting new trends. Celebrating Ramadan holiday with social distancing, which starts on April 24th. Popular baby names of 2020. Gaming news, Nintendo Switch scam and the uptick in the price. Law and order in practice. Untold stories and casualties of the virus. I am ashamed. The backlash of teaching individualism and independence above all. And scientists discover six new carnivorous uh, viruses in bats. Stay tuned and now let's dig into this. For our first topic, let's start in Malaysia. This is the for the shelters for the homeless are expanding while the MCO lockdown is enforced. Uh, Kuala Lumpur's homeless population is expected to increase as businesses find it tough to keep afloat and retain staff, resulting in people losing their jobs and ending up on the streets. In anticipation of a rise in the number of homeless, it is learned that Kuala Lumpur City Hall is now planning to open up two more community centers for the homeless. This is to ensure that no one ends up without a roof over their head while the movement control order MCO is being enforced. Currently, there are two transit centers in Jahan Pasong and Asiang Shanghai in Jahang in Kuala Lumpur. There are also four community centers and multi-purpose halls under DBKL currently housing the homeless. These are the Central Peninsula and Sashuwasha Community Centers as well as uh, Amada. Okay, so her the multi-purpose house has been has been used for a homeless shelter.
Now, we cannot confirm there is going to be an increase in homelessness, uh, but people, people are without jobs. And so we have been observing the movement. So we have opened three more community centers. Now, I wanted to bring this up mostly just to show that people in Kuala Lumpur or Malaysia have a place to go. You know, we know in the U.S. 20 million people are going to lose their job and go somewhere. And usually when they do, they go on the streets. So unless there's a disaster like FEMA, then yes, the government gives funding. But it's nice to see that the government and these countries are giving a place for all families to go. Saying that, I want to move on to a different segment. And this one takes place in Japan. And this is about a PC club. Now, PC club or PC cafes are popular all over Asia, particularly Japan and Korea, and they're actually catching on in um, Vietnam, but they're a little different in Vietnam. Now, I'm going to read this article. Japan's homeless internet cafe refugees seek shelter. Okay. Now, a, a little backstory before I read. In these countries, as you know, many men have a hard time getting a daily wage and go renting a, um, a hotel for the night. So people, yes, would game during the day, well, afternoon and evening, but they could pay a small extra fee like $10 and they could sleep in nice, comfortable chairs, air conditioned, and they'd have the bathroom to use as well. So they would do this instead of renting a hotel room for the night. But, and they did this in Korea as well. So let's read this is a new exploding population of men that are going to be homeless because there's, no, there's going to be very few shelters for men, unlike women and children. So thousands of homeless internet cafe refugees in Japan risk being turned out onto the streets as a carnivorous pandemic forces the sudden closure of the uh, inequality Japanese 24-7 comic book havens. The ambiguous all-night internet and magma comic cafes offer couches, computers, comics, soft drinks, and shower facilities for overnight stays, typically priced around 2,000 yen. So that's like $20. Uh, and it's the app, an estimated 4,000 people down on their luck make their home in such cafes in Tokyo alone. And activists worry that shutting them down could lead to suicides and spike in their rough sleepers. Some local authorities are now opening shelters to accommodate net cafe refugees and keep them from sleeping on out in the open. One 58-year-old occasional construction site worker told AFP his main aim was avoiding getting wet as he founded a roof over his head at a shelter converted from material arts center Yokohama near Tokyo. I thought sleeping on a bench at a train station or subway stairs going underground said the gray-haired man who declined to give his name. His net cafe informed him at the weekend that it would be closing due to state of emergency measures in Japan to stem the spread of the virus. I used to go here to work from here from work from the net at cafes. Now I sometimes have a job and sometimes I don't due to the virus, he said, adding 
that it was nearly impossible to find a permanent job at his age. Renting an apartment in Japan requires a very expensive deposit and presents tricky administration hurdles, leaving the net cafes as a convenient option. Yeah, so there's a little bit more insight. Japan and Korea have this thing called key money. Basically, you pay ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars at once, and then your rent is like two, three, four, five hundred a month. So very cheap rent in the long run, but you have to have a big, like a down payment of a house to even move in, and you get that back when you leave. I have nowhere to go, and a few acquaintances said the man. The temporary shelters uh, at the judo hall, operated by the local authorities, have been designated by a team by aware-winning Japanese architects, uh, students. Residents sleep on camp-style cots or cardboard beds uh, portrayed off from the frame of sturdy paper tubes with cloth hanging from the top of the cubicle to the floor. Ban is famed for other emergency shelters and buildings, including the cardboard cathedral for Christ Church in New Zealand. The aim is to provide a safe place for those driven out of the virus crisis. Okay, and you know, this also happens in Korea too. When I was in Korea, I visited Suwon once, and I like walked off of the subway station onto their main street, and these homeless girls like lived in those sheds, you know, the ones in your backyard in America that you store uh, lawn equipment tools. Well, these girls would basically be wearing bikinis. They'd have a little bed, a chair, and they'd be waving at you. And then, yeah, so at night they just close the shed and they sleep there and they do their services there. But, uh, so I can imagine it's not just these men, but a lot of these kind of girls are going to have the same problems. And I want to move on because, you know, these society puts so much emphasis on men and women well, women and children, but they leave the men out to dry versus trying to keep the family together. Now, this is going to move on to my last article about this. Now, this one takes place in Melmar. The, a Melmar man self-immolates after losing a job. Okay, immolates means self sets himself on fire. So police said a man from Melmar committed suicide by setting himself on fire in the province today after losing his job. Officers from Donchon Police Station found the charred body near a pond about 60 meters from Nongsong Village where the unnamed victim lived. The man had suffered severe burns to the head and torso and limbs. Police found a gallon of container of fuel and a lighter about 30 meters from the body. The wife of the victim said he had worked in a grim mill and lived in Thailand for the past 20 years, but when he turned 60, the mill stopped hiring him. He then became stressed and depressed. After seeing that her husband was missing from their bed this morning, the wife went in search and found him his body shortly after. Okay, Thailand does not have social security or safety nets for the retired people, so it's more like living day to day. And that was always a bummer to me. Like uh, when I, I visited America, I was always bummed that there was no PC room or kind of things like that. 
So as you can see, the PC brooms did serve more than one purpose and more than one clientele. Anyway, what are your thoughts of the day about how your government is handling the homeless people, whether it's women, children, or whether it's going to be all this, these new men, their homeless men? And what do you think about the untold stories about these men that are depressed, the depression that's going to be on the rise, these men that are self-killing themselves? Anyway, leave your comments below. I'd really, really be interested in hearing how your country is dealing with it or maybe your personal story that relates to these issues. Just, uh, like, comment, subscribe below. Okay. Moving on to our second article of the day. This takes place in Japan's newspaper, but it's about Hong Kong. As you might remember, in last year, Hong Kong in June started a protest when the UK handed back their freedom, their city, to China. Which is kind of funny because, you know, they invested all this money, billions of dollars, and we're just going to walk away and hand you the infrastructure, hand you our citizens and everything else. To me, it was always questionable. And it showed me that democracy, our loyalty to your country, is worthless. Anyway. So inside, Hong Kong judges battle with China over the country's autonomy. The independence of Hong Kong's judicial system is under assault from the Communist Party leadership in Beijing, senior judges in the city have said, posting the greatest threat to rule of law since Britain handed its former colony back to the Chinese government in 1997. Even as the novel virus has brought the protesters in Hong Kong to a near standstill. The struggle ranges over the future of Chinese free city. Three of the Hong Kong's most senior judges said that the independent judiciary, that the cornerstone of the city's broad freedoms is the fight for survival. You know, and I want to say this, I do not think the protesters are doing enough anymore. You know, and, and I will say I personally think China put this virus out in the world this is just so that they could distract everybody and keep them occupied while in the background they do their other business, whether it's with the Taiwan, uh, Taiwan, attacking Taiwan, going to Vietnam waters, going to Philippine waters, uh, doing their business in, in uh, Hong Kong. This was all planned by them. And, and I've, I've actually even thought about this months ago when this was daily ongoing that China's going to do something to draw attention away from everybody else so they can do their own dirty work. And it looks like they succeeded. Anyway, keeping on. Beijing's effort to hold the judicial multi-pronged, according to more than two dozen interviews with the judges, leading lawyers and diplomats in Hong Kong, the state-controlled press, and the mainland has warned Hong Kong judges not to absolve protesters arrested during last year's demonstrations. Judges and lawyers say there are signs of Beijing trying to limit the authority of Hong Kong's court to rule on core constitutional matters, and people come close to the city's top judges. Um, he says that, he you that the Communist Party officials are pushing back on Beijing's view that the rule of law ultimately must be a tool to preserve the one-party rule. The tensions flared in interview last September when Ma spoke at the International Bar Association, and after his speech, that they basically said that this guy is delu this guy is delusional, and what he said is 
is meaningless. So anyway, what are your thoughts? Do you think that Hong Kong deserves freedom? And do you think the protesters are still doing anything to uh, advocate their cause? And lastly, do you think China actually did something like this virus so they could do their own propaganda, their own nation's interests around the world? Please leave your comments below. I would be very happy in hearing from them. To talk about the heroes of today. As you know, I like to do a shout out to either companies, businesses, or governments doing good for the people. And today I have three stories for you. The first one comes from Coca-Cola in Japan. Coca-Cola in Japan is giving away 1 million free drinks to encourage people to exercise at home. Amid the, sp the spread of the virus and the Japanese government de declaration uh, state of emergency where seven Japanese performers the average person's level of physical activity is likely decreasing. That's where Coca-Cola Japan comes in. They don't want you to become inactive. So they've launched the Refresh, Refresh Hat Home in-home exercise campaign. Users of Coke on app will have access to weekly exercise videos and if you exercise enough to count for 1,000 steps, you'll be entered into a lottery to receive one of 200,000 tickets per week for a Coca-Cola drink. The exercise looks pretty easy that they shouldn't bother your neighbors downstairs much either. You may be thinking, but Coca-Cola isn't healthy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Luckily, Coca-Cola Japan offers a lineup of non-sugary drinks like sport drinks, green tea, coffee, and water. If you win a free drink, you'll receive a ticket on your mobile phone that you can use for one of 340,000 Coke on eligible vending machines across the country. And even if you don't win, you will still be able to download a cool stamp. The campaign runs from May 10th and will can go up on for a few weeks. To, um, if you're, you're in Japan and are willing to work up a sweat, watching someone demonstrate exercise on a polar bear costume to get on. Now, I think this is cool, but my question is, where is this for America? Where is this for, like, why is this not global? Okay, Coca-Cola is a global company. So let's move on to our next first uh, thing. Now this one took place in Singapore. The coronavirus, the uh, 12,000 students from low-income households to receive grab food vouchers during the break period. So Singapore, about 12,000 students from low-income families will receive financial aid for buying meals during the circuit breaker period under the scheme by the five community development councils, Grab Singapore and a philanthropist named Dr. Tilhar. Do you guys know him? I don't know him. Under the CDC student mills scheme, which was launched on Tuesday, April 14th, each eligible student will receive 11 e-vouchers worth $5 each 
to order and pick up hot meals via the Grab Food app on participating merchants that offer a self pickup option. According to the media released on Tuesday by the CDC's Grab Singapore and People's Association, the scheme is meant to help primarily the secondary school students living in units under the public rental scheme. The public rental scheme allows eligible family renters to rent certain flats at high subsidies rate, highly subsidized rate. For a family to be eligible under this scheme, its uh, total household gross income should not exceed 1,500 Singapore dollars per month. The CDC Student Mill Scheme aims to help these families uh, defray and by defray the cost by buying meals while under the while their children are at home, based learning during the circuit breaker period. The scheme will also help students avoid queues and limit the, their time spent outdoors during this period. It also aims to improve the business demanding for Heartland food merchants. All right, so that's that's a nice way for government uh, to help its poor people in need. What is your government doing? Or what is your corporation like we saw with Coca-Cola? What are your famous corporations doing? Like if you are in Korea, what is Samsung doing? If you are in America, what is Walgreens or Kaiser doing? Let's move on to our last story of the day. Now this one was kind of cool. Hats off Bella's Melon special gift Wellington Hospital staff. Okay, a large number of medical staff in Wellington Hospital are wearing colorful scrub hats made by a hand-working teenager from Kapiti. And this article takes place from in the New Zealand newspaper. Uh, Mela Belly is 13 years old. So see, even though you're young, you can be involved and be productive has already made about 70 hats for doctors, nurses, anesthesiologists, and midwives at Willington Hospital. The Kabate College student brought sewing the Kabat College students brought a sewing machine two days before the lockdown with savings from her newspaper round money. I have always loved sewing knitting and making things so this is kind of like the boy yesterday that uh, the Philippines he his parents were gonna buy him a bicycle uh, for his birthday yesterday but he took that money told mommy no go he bought a pig and he fed he they cooked it and they fed all the medical workers in the hospital in his area so she's doing something similar then lockdown happened and she found herself stuck at home looking for things to do her mother, Joe, is a midwife who works in the hospital delivering suit. After one suit, after, actually after one shift, she came home from work with her, her scrubs and hat was uh, in bits. I had no idea how I could help her. A scrub has its hat is basically a tight hat that they put on their hair. I took the original scrub hat and cut it into pieces so I had templates to work with. Once I had the template, I started hunting around for materials. When I found uh, some substantial material that I liked, I then pinned it 
and pinned it together. All right. And she wrote a little note to all of the to all of her midwife nurses, doctors, and anesthesiologists. Please help. Please help your. Hope this solves your hygiene problem. There's a nice little picture of her here with a big like one of those whiteboards, and she wrote it. And then there's another picture with the, all the staff wearing her handmade work, and they're all smiling. So again. Young, old, it doesn't matter. You can be productive. What are you doing with your kids now that they're homeschooled? Are you doing something to, to make your community great again? You have one life to live. Make your community great. Make your society great. Make a change. Don't be content. Leave your thoughts and likes and subscribe below. Moving on to our next story of the day. And this still keeps on track with uh, positive, happy things. Um, these will take place of wild animals, pretty much zoos or national parks, and how new technology and new ways of uh, generating revenue are happening in today's society. So animals live streaming eases boredom at home. And this took, takes place in a Vietnam newspaper. And men too. Many zoos and wildlife parks worldwide have been temporarily closed due to the virus pandemic. But the animals still need a lot of care and attention and, of course, food. You can tune in to watch animals play, relax, and eat, all from the comfort of your home. In the Connecticut Cincinnati Zoo, the Cincinnati Zoo introduced a new Facebook Live Home Safari show, airing every weekday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Each episode features a different animal and an accompanying educational kids activity that they, that can be done from home. Once a day, once each day is shown is over, the video posted to the zoo's website. Visitors can see famous hippo Fiona swimming around and rhino the porcupine eating a spoonful of peanut butter. That's a really cool idea. The San Diego Zoo. The San Diego Zoo uh, live streams a number of animals on its site, including koalas, okay, uh, giraffes, and polar bears. The zoo is also hosting special live streams on its Facebook page. Most recently featured koala, Omola's first tree climb. Aw, how cute. Every day visitors can comp contemplate various animals. Exploring live nature cams. The world's largest live nature cam network provides a large array of live streams to soothe boredom. You can choose to see a penguin bench in Carolina, a sea lion beach in Colombia, an elephant park in South Africa, and many more. Pandas at play. People who love giant pandas can enjoy watching them through the Wolong Grove live camp in the Shengchengchong. Gangwon Panda Center in China Wulong Valley Nature Natural Nature Reserve. It provides views of eleven different pandas 
yards. We can spend all day watching the furry black and white in their lush bamboo oasis. The National Aquarium. Now this one to me would be really interesting. When I was in Malaysia uh, many years ago, I didn't know, but I was scuba dive certified through teaching in a city called Ujin in Korea. And you, you could scuba dive in these big, largest under, underground aquariums in the world. But in this case, the National Aquarium. The National Aquarium in Baltimore offers live streams every day, black tip reef, Pacific core reef, and jealous invasion. Elephant Park in South Africa is hosting a live stream of their fabulous elephants. Um, Idohan Zoo's website. Uh, you can view an entire range of live cams from their prestigious giant panda to penguins to koala bears and tigers. So you 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 can have a zoo at your home for your yourself thanks to Google's interactive. In these social, in these days of social distancing, it is easy to see children posing with uh, augmented reality features from Google. All you need all you need is to Google an animal, for example, tiger. Click on the view in 3D button, then click view in your space to see the tiger moving in your own surroundings. There are loads of different animals you can see through the, the future, such as a lion, panda, cheetah, and shark. Your device will need AR enabled and use Android 7 or iOS 11. Wow, you know, I have to ask my sisters and family to try that out and tell me how it is. If you have tried any of that out for Google or uh, if you have used any of these zoo web camera things, leave your comments below. While we're on the topic, I have one more article about this. Now, this one takes place in Singapore. The internet goes, ah, uh, seeing Singapore zoo animals getting way, new ways to play amidst park closures. Wow, so you see all these penguins and the big monkeys. So zoologist parks across the country have been closed since April 7th in Singapore in line with Singapore's circuit breaker measure. That's like their social distancing disorder. And circuit breaker means if you break it, they'll give you a ticket or throw you in jail. But that doesn't mean that the animals within, within have to undergo the same stay-at-home rules like the rest of us. No, the tigers and lions aren't free to roam about the Singapore Zoo right now, but the African penguins certainly are. Interesting story that tigers and uh, big cats, maybe even small cats, they actually can catch the virus and spread it. Wildlife Reserve Singapore recently posted a video of the wee flightless birds waddling around the park amidst the closure, and they certainly looked like they were enjoying themselves. So they let the penguins walk around. How nice. I hate picking up all the, the feces. Animals benefit from enrichment, noted WRS on Facebook, and the closure presented opportunities for the penguins to saturate their curiosity about what extends beyond the enclosure. So saturate means to know what's around you, explore. It would seem that the penguins around the world ha are having a well of a time during the temporary closure, 
of their artificial habitats. Penguins have been let out to roam the premises of Chicago's Shedd Aquarium in St. Louis Zoo and Florida's Zoo in Tampa. As for the Singapore Zoo, organization orangutans and zookeepers are keeping the apes entertained with bubbles getting blown into the, their enclosures. Wow. Singapore Zoo's animal care team giving an adorable ape new forms of play while stimulating their minds. Uh, ran a video camera. Yeah, they actually let the, uh, the, the I don't know, the, yeah, the, the, the orangutans in. All right. The closure due to the heightening safety measures across the carnivorous outbreaks will certainly be a blow to the Singapore Zoo, which attracts 1.7 million visitors a year. But the shutdown has presented them with new opportunities for outreach and net, net citizens, probably in a need of some wholesome news and entertainment during the, the social distancing uh, lockdown. They are certainly responding positively. All right, yeah, like some person says, thanks so much for sharing such a lovely video. My daughter really enjoys it. Aw, totally adorable video. Aw, ha, 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 my son loves it. He says, glad for the CB. So, so the penguins have a good time. But he feels so bad after the CB ends. No more fun for them. Okay, so if you like this video, like, like, or comment, or subscribe below. What do you think about these new ways to generate revenue? I also read that uh, zoos were going VR. So if you have a virtual headset, keep a lookout for those apps and programs and try them out. Leave your comments again below. Okay, moving on to our next article today. This one's not so cuddly like animals, but Chinese ships back in waters within Vietnam's EEZ zone. The Vietnamese vessels were monitoring the ships with last year were suspected of conducting oil exploration surveys. The, a Chinese ship embroiled off in a standoff with the Vietnamese vessel last year has returned to the waters near Vietnam as the U.S. accused China of pushing its presence in the South China Sea, while other claimants are preoccupied with the pandemic. Vietnamese vessels last year spent months shadowing the Chinese Haesong DZ-8 survey vessel in research-rich waters that are in a political global flashpoint as Washington challenges Beijing sweeping maritime claims. The ship, which is used for offshoring seismic surveys yesterday, appeared again with 158 kilometers of Vietnam's coast with, within its exclusive economic zone, EEE zone. Now, if I recall right, I think, you know, when you have any coastal waters that you can be 200 kilometers out, and that's basically your zone. If anybody comes in to fish or whatever, then they're in violation. If we go beyond that, that's when it becomes international waters. So they were actually like pretty far in. So they flanked at the one of the Chinese Coast Guard vessels, according to the 
data from the marine traffic website. At least three Vietnamese vessels were moving with the Chinese ship on the date showed. The, the presence of the DZ-8 in the EEZ comes toward the scheduled end of a 15-day nationwide lockdown in Vietnam amid a curbing the spread of the virus. It also followed the sinking of the Vietnamese fishing boat near the islands in the disputed waters this month, an act that drew a protest from Vietnam and accusations that China had violated sovereignty and threatened the lives of the fishermen. The U.S., which last month sent an aircraft carrier to the central Vietnam port, Danning, said it was seriously concerned about Chinese reporting seeking the vessel. Okay, so I'm going to stop there. But yes, in Vietnam, this is not the first time. They did sink it last week, and they sunk some in 2014. And what was the reward for sinking 2014? The Vietnam government was, but they didn't. But they almost signed over a port to China for sinking their ships a few years ago. So... I mean, I'm not going to necessarily go off of East and West thinking, but when you pander to somebody, it's like hypergamy. They always want more and more and more and more and more. Unless there's a definite no, what will what will make people stop? So I'm not saying be aggressive, but uh, find a way to solve the problem and don't keep giving free handouts. So, all right. So anyway, leave your comments below. Do you, what do you think about the China doing this? Are they within their means? Are they being provocative? Proactive? Personally, I think they set the virus off just so they could they could uh, do this type of I don't know warfare with all the other nations. But anyway, leave your comments below. Moving on to moving on to Korea, and this takes place about elections and safety procedures. You know, the U.S., they kind of canceled state-by-state uh, -state elections because they were of the virus spread. You know, sometimes they try to take things, in my opinion, too, too extreme. They shut everything down, counts everything, versus safety measures, precautions. You know, so anyway, so Korea itself has a president. His name is Moon Jae-hee currently. But unlike America president, they get elected every five years and they only serve one term. Moon Jae-hee came in office in the, around 2017. But, that, but so he'll, 2023, he'll leave. But they still have their government elections every so often. In this case, they are having their elections today. And to make sure the elections go well, they are using plastic gloves at the polls. So America can learn from this and so can all the other countries. So all voters must wear plastic gloves at the polling stations during Wednesday's general election as a precaution against the virus spread. But many people are voting, are, are voicing concerns about the impact on the environment. Lovely. You know, mass clad voters upon arriving arriving at one of the 14,300 poll stations across the nation first hand to disinfect their hand had to first had to disinfect their hands with a sanitizer that they 
that is provided by the election officials and then put on the disposable gloves before casting their ballot. After voting, the plastic gloves have to be discarded in a designated bin outside of the station. In an unprecedented situation of an election to pick up 300 lawmakers, coinciding with the pandemic prevent prevention measures are needed to keep the virus at bay. But there are concerns that a huge piles of discarded gloves could cause significant harm to the environment, not to mention the millions of disposable masks used are thrown away too. That's true. So this isn't mentioned, but yes, when you go outside, all the Koreans wear disposable masks. And honestly, plastic gloves, you can burn them. I burn sandwich baggies all the time. What's what's the problem with that? So, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. So, and, and it's also kind of funny. You know, it almost sounds like one side of the political party is trying to tell people either come vote and get sick, or better yet, stay home, don't vote, so we can have our way with your country. You know, they're trying to shame you. There's always some party is trying to pick on pick on uh, the locals with irrational thinking. Korea actually has a very high uh, voter turnout rate, one, one of the highest in the world, actually. I received two gloves that I wore for like less than five minutes, said Yoon Ji Hae, 32-year-old office worker who voted in Seoul this morning. I understand the requirement because of the possibility to spread of the virus, but all of these gloves are going to be thrown away. This could be problematic. If all 44 million eligible voters held, will head to the polls, a total of 88 million plastic gloves will be used, which is a tall as the height of the seven as 763 buildings. By the way, 63 is the second, maybe the tallest building still. Uh, in Korea, but I do know they're building a new building that maybe is done by now that's taller. So it might be the first or second biggest building in South Korea. Said the local NGO, Korea Zero, waste movement in a statement saying voters should be allowed to bring their own gloves from home instead based off of the last parliament election with 58% turnout. So I'm going to stop there. Like she said, we should be able to bring our own gloves. So, you know, what do you think? First, do you think gloves should be used? And yes or no. And do you think people should be able to use their personal gloves? Yes or no. Leave your comments below. The way I see it, that their gloves can be in anywhere and they can be have many viruses. So, I think no. Use official gloves there. Anyway, like, comment, subscribe. Um, we're back into Melmar. If you recall, last week we talked about the Thing Yan holiday. It's like a 10-day water holiday uh, for most of the Asian countries. And it's like their biggest holiday of the year, particularly in Melmar, Laos, and Cambodia. And it's a big old water festival. And there's a different video on that if you check my backlogs. But uh, because of the virus, they, people were thinking to tone it down. Normally, there's big water fights, so people go outside and do water fights, or 
then they go out and they clean all the Buddha statues for this particular holiday each year. But since uh, the pandemic and social distancing, uh, things have changed. So let's read up about how this country is still going to celebrate it. Residents, I urge you to stay in the house from April 10th to the 19th, except to buy food and essential items. We need to be, prevent the spread of the outbreak. After hearing the, hearing the loudspeaker announcement on the streets in Kolnongwin, let out a sigh of dejection and turned to the internet to look for ways returning home to mandatory for a thing yet. Now, that would actually is thing that's kind of creepy. You know, I have been a few places where I've seen like a big wooden like street light pole and they put those uh, loudspeakers on and those go on throughout all the day, morning, night. So it's hard to sleep and it's very annoying. So I really, I really feel sorry for people that live in places that still do that. Worried that he'd be stuck in Yongan for the for the New Year period, he looked for an early bus back to the northern city, only to find that many that of those had been canceled. When, with a sense of sadness in his heart, he thought turned to his wife, who was expecting him back later this week, so he could be reunited with his young daughter. Dad, when will you be back? He remembered her saying during the morning phone call. Memories of the old city also flashed through his mind, giving that it was six months since he visited the pagodas and temples with his family, so he's definitely Buddhist. Uh, as a government employee, he was too busy during the last thing Yan holiday and insisted stayed his leave for the longer thing and break. Just a few days ago, the government advised staff not to travel during the holiday, giving workers replacement leave they could take during later this year. Okay. So when he looked at the other room, mates, he shared the dorm with him. He could sense a similar pain too. So everybody's sad. No, this is kind of like um, Tet, which is the Chinese New Year in Vietnam is their big holiday. Chuseok, which is mid-autumn festival. That is uh, the Koreans' main holiday. Christmas is America. This holiday, again, is the main holiday for this country. So they want to be together. We we are going to have a tough thing in he, he said to them, Thingan is the largest and most celebrated festival in Melmar, which marks the end of the hot season and the coming of the monsoon rains. Wow, I hate rain. In the, in, it is the time when people return to their families and bring the new year in the new year by eating and celebrating together. For those who live apart from their families, this is particularly an important time. For those living in Yangtong, Thingyan is an opportunity for many migrants to travel back home. For many different reasons, most visit their families, while others become order, ordained to as a nun or monk. Oh, nice. Some go home and meet new love, a new lover or spend time meditating. Uh, anybody out there want to be a, a monk or a nun? Go sign up. Either way, 
travel is an important part of the New Year celebration. It's unfortunate that the Memoir New Year's period coincides with the global pandemic, though some thing in pop songs can be heard and some taxis, tourism taxis. As of April 7th, the total number of cases in Myanmar was quite high, but only, but only one death. All right, so moving on. I almost, um, the way to, to say Yangdong during Thing Yan is, is not important whether we like it or not, he said. As a migrant worker station, we, we, we are alone. So my question for you is what holiday is most important to you or your country, and what is the the best and worst experience of the holiday you had, and why? I'd love to hear your thoughts below. You know, again, for us, for me, my favorite holiday that was important to me was not Christmas. Uh, gosh, I probably would have to say um, Thanksgiving because I did get to see my family or some friends that I normally would not see throughout the rest of the year. But anyway, share your thoughts below. Okay, moving on to our next article of the day. You know, many people are unemployed around the world right now. And during this time, great minds come up with great talent and new products. And I, th I thought this next topic was about fashion. And now the fashion industry is stepping up to make new cool medical supplies, some for safety and some for to meet the needs that are currently not being met. So let's start with this. Malaysian fashion designer helps produce PPE. Pengtag Java, a Malaysian fashion designer, have rallied to help overcome a shortage of personal protective equipment. That's PPE, personal protective equipment. After the health ministry warned that a stockpile are running running out fast. Fashion designer Datuk Dok Johoban, I can't pronounce this name, said he was heartbroken when he read the news that some frontliners had to use raincoats and plastic garbage bags to protect themselves. I think they deserve better. Each of them needs to be protected by wearing protective gear while they're treating a patient. This is what motivates me to work hard as a PPE proje project, he said, when contrasted. So that's, I'm going to stop there real fast. What motivates you to work harder? What motivates you to donate help or be a member of society? Jovian, a 34, is also one of the country's top fashion designers whose outfits have been worn by celebrities and royalties. Wow, I'd love to know, see who. So he said he was, he was merely playing his part in helping other frontliners during this crucial time. I applaud you. I choose to sew this PPE not only because it is one of the most essential things needed by our frontliners, but it's also because what I do best as a fashion designer. Any Anything that has to has got to do with fabric and sewing would always be my passion. What is your passion and uh, how do you how do you express it? What do you do to, to progress it and show it? So I thought 
why not? It is the least I could do to help, to help hopefully ease their burden. Burden means problem. If not much, even a little bit will do, he said. Jovian said that he was lucky to receive support from those who are close to him. Aluyea, I am not alone in this. I have got an amazing family and friends and followers who are doing their part as well. Currently, I am raising funds to produce 10,000 pieces of PPE to be donated across the country, which are expected to be delivered gradually within the next month, one month. Together is always better. We will continue to provide PPE for as long as we can afford to, he said, adding to those who are interested in supporting him. I will leave the uh, link on the video for, for where you can ship things out. But I have to move on now. I want to do one more thing about fashion. Remember, I will leave the link to be where you can donate if you want to help this company in the description. Now, we're talking about PPE, and the PPE actually has a first aid kit. This is that second article I wanted to get in with you. And protective gear used by frontliners, and the number of days before stock finishes. Now, I don't really care about the stock running out. I'm not going to go into that. But I want to list off the eight items they use. They use footwear. Boot covers, basically like a boot cover, you know, like a sandwich or plastic wrap on their foot. So that way when they walk on the ground, the, the, the plastic wrap catches the germs. So they use plastic wrap foot covers. They use protective head cover. The head cover is for their head, of course. So, you know, like when you're a chef or cooking, you put the hair thing on. In this case, they do that to keep germs off of their hair. They have... for they have a mask, of course, you know, for the facial mask. And this is the one that goes around the ears, you know, covers your nose and your, and your, and your face. But they also have the high depth mask, the N95 mask, you know, those like full facial mask that you should have that in case there's something more severe that will prevent you from, you know, when you sweat, you can be uh, transmitting the germs to other people. So this protects against that. Uh, they also have the disposable face shields. Remember we talked about this yesterday, that uh, they're trying to make these reusable shields. I, I listed off three different kinds. But in this case, yes, they, they have these disposable face shields. So, so when somebody's talking to you, and I'm not trying to be mean, but many Asians, when they talk, they spit quite a lot. It's more common in Asia than it is in America. It's kind of the way the pronunciation works. Okay. And then they have, of course, disposable fluid uh, gowns or aprons. You know. So, you know, the full body gown that goes down to either your knees or to where your ankles are. And then they have the jumpsuit. You know, that you see the, like the white jumpsuits. That, that covers you from all the radiation or whatever. And then the plastic gloves. Yes, the plastic gloves. So my question for you, what does your first aid kit look like? Do you have all this? And 
these are just different items that you can contribute if you want to help your hospital. Don't always just think, oh my gosh, I need gloves. They can use all eight of these kind of items. So if you want to help out, I want to give a shout out real fast that the, the website to help was, oh gosh, oh well, oh well. Anyway, like, comment, leave, subscribe, subscribe below. I'll put the, I will put the donation link in the description. Okay, moving on. You know, some people will say that, you know, many children get their names of what's going on at the times, whether it's um, 1960s, 70s, when they're talking about freedom, freedom, independence, liberation movements. Other times they'll say, you, you know, 9-11 happened and therefore we're naming baby after something patriotic or something that represents our, represents our country. country. Other times, natural disasters happened, like um, there was Katrina and such, and certain babies were named because they survived that and were born during it. So I want to um, share with you some baby names that are popular in 2020, and I also want to know what you think of them. So let's read the article and figure this out. In New Delhi, parents in India have taken inspiration. Inspiration, by the way, means taken uh, advice to go do something. So they took inspiration from the virus disease pandemic to name their kids born during the public health crisis. A couple named their new newborn baby sanitizer last Saturday, actually Sunday, April 12th, as in hand sanitizer that has become an essential household item. We have named our baby sanitizer because it is being used by everyone at this present time to detour the spread of germs on our hands, the baby's father said of India. The government in, the government in this time of crisis is ensuring that an adequate supply of hand sanitizer so that people can use them to remain safe Free sanitizers are also being distributed to to the nearby uh, to the distributed to needy people around the nation. Baby sanitizer comes after infants, corona, and lockdown were welcomed in the past week. So some people like said, "Oh, our corona beer now has a tarnished name." Well, think of this: this this baby's corona now means hope, life. So keep so the name, whatever it can have any meaning as long as you give it something. And lockdown, well, that's so cool. I wish I had a son. I would name my son Lockdown. Sounds more like an anime name. Okay, on April eighth, two couples named their babies Corona, following the suggestion of the respective doctors. Meanwhile, baby Lockdown was born April sixth. Was named while the country had been on a 21-day lockdown since March 24th. The Prime Minister Modi had given a call for a 21-day lockdown to protect the country from the virus. The entire country is united in this time of crisis, and to make that event memorable, we named our son Lockdown, the baby's father said. Okay. So, if you look back on my videos, I have one like last week or so, where Maury 
he locked down the country and he told everybody turn off your lights for nine minutes. Instead, he used torches, light up, light up the darkness with torches to fight against the um, the darkness of the disease. And the nation did that; they took pride in it. So it's kind of a camaraderie moment with, with the country coming together. It was a really inspiring moment. And look for the link in my description. As for the woman and man, whatever. Parents, what do you think of these names, sanitizer, lockdown, and corona? Or do you know any others that would be interesting name to, to name your child during this time? And for those of you who are not having babies, were you born at an interesting time? Or do you have a brother or sister that represents a time or place or an event in history? And that's how they got the name. Please leave your comments below and like, comment, and subscribe. And therefore, they're, they're doing their social distancing. Because they're doing their social distancing, most people are doing things, whether it's gaming or cooking, watching Netflix and such. And because of that, people have turned to video games or online shopping as a way to spend their time. And because of that, that is why this next story takes place. So, on to our next article of the day. This one took place in Asia, and two arrested for e-commerce scam involving Nintendo Switch consoles on Carousel. Carousel is like uh, eBay in America or like a G-Market in many other Asian countries. Singapore, two male youths were arrested this week for a series of e-commerce scams involving Nintendo Switch consoles on Carousel said the police on Monday. The news release, the authorities said they received multiple reports on April 10th and 12th from victims who were reportedly cheated by online selling Nintendo Switch consoles on the shopping platform. According to the screen grab provided by the police, a pre-order offer for Nintendo Switch Generation 2 console was put on carousel for 649 uh, that's actually singapore dollars by the way singapore dollars not u.s dollars the average said the item would arrive on april 15th but that first needed to be a deposit of 50 singapore dollars so all right let's go. after pay after payments were made uh, made for the gaming console via bank transfers, the sellers became uncontactable, said the police. The two suspects, 19 and 20, were arrested on Monday and Sunday, respectively. Police officers from the department identified them through follow-up investigation. Several hand phones, SIM cards, and a used Nintendo Switch console were seized as case exhibits. Investigators revealed that Duo could have been involved in more than 80 cases in e-commerce scams involving more than 30,000 Singapore dollars. So have you ever been scammed from something online? I mean, if so, what was it and how did, and how did it go? By the way, the 50 Singapore dollars is 35 US dollars. So these people put down 35 US dollars to hold it. 
And furthermore, besides if you were scammed, and what we're scammed on, what did you lose? What is this Nintendo Switch 2.0? I don't know. Has anybody heard anything on that? Leave your comments below. I would uh, be interested in hearing. On to our next segment. These are. This is when I talk about laws that have gone into effect and the practice how they have been being used. And in some cases, extreme cases that actually made the news. I have three examples I want to share with you. And after I share with them, you can tell me how you feel on them. And if there's any strange laws that are taking place around you or any strange stories. My first one comes from Malaysia. Malaysia Utsa sought for marrying a couple during the MCO. A few days ago, Vietnam themselves said there's no marrying during this time because they didn't want big wedding parties and thus the spread of the virus. So while that's happening in Vietnam and probably other countries, this is uh, what's going on here. The Malcon Re Religious Department, J-A-I-M, is looking for one Uta Dim for solemnizing, sol solemnizing a marriage. That means binding, forming a marriage at a Pula Bazaar during the Movement Control Order, MCO period. State Religious Department's Deputy Enforced Director said that marriage took place on Thursday, April 9th. We received information on the marriage from eyewitnesses. Wow, so this is kind of like where people are snitching on their neighbor. How do you feel about that? He said in it, he said on two, April 14th. Uh, he said that Uza and couple had violated the Islamic Family Law State of Madaska 2002. He said solemnization of marriages should adhere to the state by law and must be registered with proper documentation. He also said they don't have a lot of information about the Ustas but are confident in finding him. The event was attended by some 20 people who are believed to be Palu Bear's residents. Okay, so two questions for this story. How do you feel about your neighbor snitching on you? And how do you feel about a government telling you you can't get married? Now keep that in mind when we go to this next story. Couple seen kissing in Upper Boone King Road fined $300 each for breaching safe distancing measures. And yes, there's a, this article shows the picture on camera of the guy kissing the girl. And the girl actually doesn't look happy afterwards that she was kissed. Well, the police officer worth a ticket. Next picture. That's probably why. A man and woman were seen kissing and having drinks at a public bench in Upper Boone King Road on Thursday, April 4th. They were, they were both fined 300 each for for breaching the safe distancing measures. A uh, stomper alerted a stomper stomp to the incident, those are basically guards or police, and shared photos and a video of the couple sitting on a bench near the barbecue pit that had been ordained off with a red and white tape. So, okay, the couple did sit where they weren't supposed to sit. So, okay, that violation, fine. 
The police arrived at 9.10 a.m. after several calls from different neighbors, she said. Wow, so neighbors are still snitching. In response to a stop query, the police said on April 14th at 8.40, the police received multiple calls from a member of the public who informed that two persons, or two, in this case should be two people, were sitting on the bench that had been cornered off by the Block A8 upper, upper area. Okay. When the police officers arrived, they found a 20-year-old man and a 19-year-old woman sitting on a bench within the quarantine area. They, they were each issued a compassion fine of $300 for breaching the safe distancing measures under the COVID-19 Temporary Measure Act. They were advised to adhere to the measures and left the area thereafter. Okay, so what do you think about hanging out and kissing your lover? Is that punishable to be fine? Leave your comments below. And here's the last the last one of the day. The Loverman Ozzy is the first jailed for breaking the virus quarantine. All right, go, go Australia. An Australian who repeatedly, they put snake, but we snuck, repeatedly snuck out of a quarantine area, reportedly to visit his girlfriend. So this guy wanted to see his lover, was jailed for a month Wednesday for the first person in prison. He's been the first person in prison under this custody country's lockdown laws. Go, go, Australia. Uh, what do you think? Do you think the girl told him to come over? Oh, baby, it'll be okay. Come on. You know, I really want to see you. Maybe you get lucky. Come on, please, please. I'm lonely. Please. Okay, okay. Jonathan David, 35, was arrested earlier this month after jamming open a fire escape and slipping out of mandatory quarantine at the Pearl Perth Hotel at Western Australia. Police uh, said in a statement, he told Perth Magistrate Courts that he first flouted the law to get food, but hours later broke quarantine again because he missed his girlfriend, Seven News reported. You know, this is kind of interesting because some countries, it might be this one too, they have a law that you can't even visit your grandma, grandpa because they don't live in your house. They don't want you to walk outside and catch the virus from house A to house B and bring things back and forth. So... Yeah, and they also said he can't visit boyfriend and girlfriends either in some countries. By escaping through the fire exit, he successfully avoided the hotel staff several times, but was caught on CCTV, police said. Under the laws, amid at stopping the spread of the virus, David was required to be isolated for 14 days after arriving at the hotel And he would, on March 28th. If he remained in the hotel room, he would have been freed on Monday. Wow. Monday is like three days away. But instead, he will spend a full month in jail and has been handed a fine of more than 2000 Australian dollars, about 1200 U.S. Police around the country have issued more than 1000 fines for breaches of lockdown laws with offenders range, offenses ranging from a from dozens of people to gatherings for a, a street car rally to a group of men eating a pizza in a car together in Sydney West. All right, 
So what do you think about these three articles? Again, this segment is about laws that your government passed and them being enforced in practice. Please leave your comments below on these or what strange laws are in your country or people you know, like who do you know who's got a ticket for doing something strange? Uh, leave your comment below, like or subscribe. Moving on to our next story, and this actually deals with scientists discover six new coronaviruses in bats. Personally, let's read the story and I'll give you my thoughts. Washington scientists have discovered six new coronaviruses in bats in Melmar. So not China, but a different country in Asia. The first time these viruses have been found anywhere in the world. The findings published in the journals of PLOS1 will help understand the diversity of coronaviruses in bats and inform global, infect, global efforts to detect and prevent the response to infections, infectious diseases that may threaten the public, particularly in the light of the ongoing 19 virus. According to the researchers, the Salmantine National Zoo and Conservation Biology Institute in the U.S., the studies will evaluate the potential for transmission across species to better understand the risk of human, human health. Well, I do know it can go across species. We did an article the other day about how cats can get it and spread it, tigers in particular. They said that newly discovered coronaviruses are not closely related to the coronavirus severe, actually, well, the one that's currently going on. The viral pandemic re reminds us how closely humans' health is connected to the health of wildlife and the environment. Mm. Worldwide, humans are interacting with wildlife with increasingly frequency. So the more we understand, then the more these viruses and animals, what allows them to to mutate and how they spread to other species, the better we can reduce this pandemic. Okay, so I want to stop here. Personally, I don't get yeah, fine. I don't believe this article because yesterday China put down an article that said that anything that comes out about the research of the study or anything about the virus they would they would uh they would only approve with their stamp of approval and even though it's a u.s place the u.s gave 3.8 billion or trillion whatever it was to uh research this virus in the first place and secondly how many universities take money from china and still the research are take all the research so I think this is China propaganda and therefore it should not be believable anyway leave your thoughts below do you think it's believable do you think it's important to know or is it just propaganda and this is what I will give a comment on after we read the story the British in Vietnam during the outbreak I am ashamed but I don't know what else to do closures due to the outbreak left Mr. John, an English teacher in Ho Chi Minh City, unemployed, no money to live. He had to beg for help from strangers. Re recently, non then newspaper published an article about foreign teachers standing on the corner of Bu Bankit Najin and 
street with the board on board in, in his hand writing in Vietnamese, no job, help me buy food. Thank you. He is John, 53-year-old British. He came to Vietnam in 2003, worked in Ho Chi Minh City for six years, then went back to the UK. In 2015, he returned to he returned to Vietnam to continue working as an English teacher. However, since the outbreak, he has been in a difficult situation with no way to earn a living. Okay, it is true. Unlike the rest, Vietnam did close down around January 19th because it was their traditional holiday Tet, and between that and February 3rd, the schools. The uh, outbreak started and the schools never reopened on February 3rd to the, until this day. So all academies and public schools are closed. You probably waited too long to get online. That's okay. We'll get back to that. I am ashamed, but I do not know what else to do. I am going to comment on that after we read the article. Okay. Mr. John shared, I just came up with this idea last weekend. When the savings were exhausted, I stood in the street for about two hours. Some people left when they saw they saw me. Some gave me twenty thousand to fifty thousand dollars. So basically, twenty thousand dong is one U.S. dollar, and fifty is about two point five. With about you know, with about two hundred thousand, I went home to buy food. I'll be honest with you, with this virus going on. I can live on 100,000 a day. I don't need to, but I can. I usually have a boy sandwich feeding me, those are like 15 to 20,000 dong. So I usually like to buy two of those if I want, and then I'll buy maybe a, a coffee drink, and that's all I need. Other times I will go and I'll buy some pastry or uh, some Japanese noodle shop. Uh, so yeah, life is very cheap. I just keep going. The only reason I can do this is because I'm wearing a face mask. People do not recognize who I am. Honestly, I am ashamed, but I no longer know what to do. I have to live, he said. Yes, yeah, so where's your family back home? That's Are your friends back home? And we're going to get on to a little bit more in a minute. Mr. John said he worked at a private educational unit in Ho Chi Minh City for nearly three months now. He has not had any well he hasn't worked for three months now yeah as i explained he hasn't had any income because all the students and language centers have been closed due to the virus that's true with the remaining money in his account john had to pay the visa and rent so he could not afford to buy food he might have lost a lot of money on that that uh, visa fee okay right now the government did expend extend the visa fee uh, so you could be here illegally, and they will deal with you later. They'll charge you a reasonable price. But just like a concert ticket, because of all the pandemic that was going on in um, February, March, there was a scalp, a big high scalp, like $500, you know, five, a 30-day visa. So that $500, US so that would be like $6 million, okay? Actually, not $6 million, five, that'd be like ten, $10 million. So $6 to $10 million for a 30-day visa. That's more than rent. My income for teaching is about twenty million per month. I paid their rent six million dong a month. That's quite very high, actually. That's that's one problem I have with this guy. 
So he pays six million a month and his visa for it was four million. Okay, so that for three months. Okay, that's reasonable. But now I am only spending money. I'm not earning money. I really have no other choice. So he spent six million a month. He spent a lot on rent. Why did he not go to? They have these places like kind of like a hostel. Uh, those maybe or maybe not closed. But even if they are not closed, he could have gone to a much cheaper city for like a few dollars. He could have taken a bus and he could have gone to a different city and got rent for, I don't know, $1 million. But then again, he probably would not have had the foot traffic to give him money to live. Because Ho Chi Minh is very crowded people, so more people to, to give to you. Okay, so the British Embassy, okay, so the British Embassy in Vietnam was informed about his case. Ta uh, talking to Viet Viet Vietnam Net in the afternoon on April 13th, an employee of the British Embassy in Vietnam said that the embassy had been forwarded, informed about the case. The embassy consular section has contacted, contracted to the British citizen and is providing him with consular support, said the embassy. Okay, now journalists in Ho Chi Minh also uh, try to help John get an online teaching job. And honestly, they're overbooked, so he probably has not got that. But this is what really got me angry. I am ashamed, but I do not know what else to do. Why? Why are you ashamed? Do you not learn about pride and shame when you're young? Yes, it is okay to fail. Yes, it is okay to technically even beg. It's okay to do things, to strive. If you sit back and do nothing, or if you can't go through hardships, then how can you experience the good parts of life? And many people have to experience shame, okay? But they do it to live. They don't feel shame. They, they get up and they do it. This is part of my problem is when, you know, many people will say, well, I have to be independent. I have to be individualized. Which, again, brings me back to where are his friends back home? Where is his family back home? Yes, he's 58, but he has to have a brother or sister. He has to have a friend back home. He could wire money. Or forget the money. They, they, can do, they can do many things to help you. Why do you have to be independent? Take pride in your community. Take pride in unity. People are there. You are never alone. And that is what this, this guy bothered me so much. I was an American. I was raised to be independent. And be, yeah, to be independent. And while I do strive for that for different reasons, I also realized by myself, I am nothing, and I can always achieve much more in a group. And I, so, like, I try to achieve 80-90% of my own stuff with my group. 10-20% of the time is my individual work, my individual time, my contribution to the society culture. So build on your friendships. Don't leave your family behind. Don't leave your contacts behind. Don't leave your communities behind. Be assertive. Be part of a community. Communities get through crises better. Anyway, leave your thoughts below on this story. I would definitely love to hear them. I do have one. I have one more thought on this. I didn't bring it up. Doesn't the UK have any safety net for their people? I mean, I don't know. America's got unemployment, and America's got food stamps or whatever for poor people. And I know you don't get that in Vietnam, but that also brings up my other effect with this guy problem. If you were here since 2015 and now we're 2020, you did not save 
uh, you do not save a lot of money. I don't understand. You can live so cheap, like $300 to $500 a month. So I think you overspent and you kind of put yourself in this situation. But I'm glad that people did help you. And I hope things will get better for you. Actually, I do hope you stay within the country and you keep contributing to the country that has helped you. Well, that will conclude Loyal World News. Thank you for spending your time with me today. Feel free to like, subscribe, or drop a comment below. If you're on the go, listen to my podcast with the link provided in the description. I will see you tomorrow to share more world news.